This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Welcome back, everybody, to the Luton Digital Fantasy Football Podcast. We are here for one episode away from 50, episode 49, game week 23. Yes, there was no pod last week. Sam, can you remember the reason? I cannot remember the reason. I don't think you could be bothered, which is not very good for podcasting professionals. But there we go. Um, we have no guests this week because only being 49, but we are expecting a big 50th episode and hopefully all our loyal listeners will tune in for that next week. But let's, in the meantime, get on with the show. Reflections. So here is the boring bit where I read out some stats as my co-host has just described, but... I also have some midweek news to make it a bit more interesting. Um, Bruno Fernandes, the Sporting Lisbon playmaker, looks to be potentially on his way to Man United. And if that deal goes through, should be available for the game against Burnley. It won't happen. I think it will happen because Sky report that it's close. And how much do you think he'll cost? I don't think his pod works as a breaking news service because if don't, we he don't if he does sign how, what price will he be at in fantasy football i don't know because i don't think i'd have him okay good discussion there 9.5 um, probably i'd say maybe 8.5 but Richard- eight goals seven assists so uh worth looking at definitely yeah richarlison i think a few managers have him i think ian reese has him has been ruled out for the game against West Ham due oh, to a n- knee injury. Oh, well, that is good. That is proper breaking news. I like that. So, not sure if we should be celebrating a player's injury, but yeah. Well, the stats are the average was 57, and Aguero, who hasn't played too much this season, even though he's really high up on the goal scoring. List he has he got twenty points for a hat trick. Mares seventeen, Decore fourteen, and sit or Bamiang as well. He he had a really good display. He scored a goal and then decided it was a good idea to try and stamp on a player, which has earned him a free ma- free match suspension. Manager of the week. So it's time now to look at Manager of the Week, and I've got the top five managers here, Sam. Uh, obviously a disappointing week for yourself. Uh, you were down in, oh, uh, well, 58 points was didn't even make the top 10, I'm afraid, this week. But the top five managers were, uh, well, teams, in fact, were the Pharaohs, 68 points, 75 for another team called the Pharaohs, which is a bit weird. Um, Oli Gonner, now more about this gentleman in a minute. He's a previous winner, of course. 80 points for him. Yes, indeed, he got 81. But the winner, the manager of the week, uh, Neil Doughty. With Neil's Wanderers, tell us how Neil managed to get 83 points. Samuel, if you would, sir. So, hats off to Neil this week. He made the bold decision to captain at Rashford, who 
scored twice before being taken off, which earned him big a big twenty four points. And he also had Mares, who scored um, seventeen. He, yes, he scored seventeen. He had De Bruyne, who most managers have. He had Martial, Firmino, who also scored and. Yes, he had a very, very strong team this week. Not the best captain, though, of the week. You know who the best captain was? Who was the best captain? Well, it was Aguero with his 20 points. and Who captained Aguero? Oli Gonner, captain yeah. Aguero. Right on to Oli Gonner for that play. But we'll talk more about that. I mean, the rest of his team is shocking because uh, Oli Gonner, uh, Aguero got 40 points and the rest of his team combined got 40 points. So... I mean, we I think we have got issues there, but more about that as we go in to the next section. Mistake of the week. Time now for mistake of the week, and in a new in a change that we agreed downstairs uh, during the Hollyoaks uh, first look on E4. Uh, we're individually going to pick the mistake of the week, and luckily this week it turns to my turn, and I'm going to give the mistake of the week to the manager of Big One, Matthew, who, uh, it desperate to get back to the top of the leaderboard, picked Madison, who did nothing for Ali, when, of course, the smart managers, like the one you just mentioned, Neil, would have brought in Mares. So mistake of the week, Sam, is going to you this week. Personally, I think that is quite a forced mistake of the week. So next week, I'll be giving you mistake of the week <laughs> for not bringing in whatever random player scores the most. Maybe it will be Shane Long. Thank you. League table. Let's have a look at the league table then. And in 10th place, going up a place, it is uh, the Besot Pharaohs with 12.04. They're 110 off the lead. 9th... Uh, Legs of Bromley fall a place, twelve one six. Bangers and mash. According to this, are in. Hmm, I think my ordering may be wrong. Uh, Neil, Neil, Neil's Wanderers and Bangers and Mash are actually level on one two two five. Um, they're swapping a bit of a place. Uh, the special ones are down two uh, to twelve thirty. Bonsi's Hotspur has also got 12.30 and they're up a place. Ollie Gonners, the big move of the week. Uh, 12.52 into fourth. Now, Sam, fact for you about Ollie Gonners' team. In game week seven, they were in 21st place. So they've made up 17 places in 15 game weeks. There are 15 or 16 game weeks left. So that's what is possible if you get the right team and the right captain. Ian Reese, um well done to him. He is... Staying in there, and a very good shout indeed for a Champions League place, if not anything better. Uh, 12.65, 49 behind. And at the top, big one Matthew in second, only eight points behind the sick boys, Alex Perry. So you had that two-week stay at the top of the leaderboard, Sam, but Alex Perry has clawed it back. It's a very defensive um, changes we're seeing from both of you. I think one of you needs to be bold. Yes, and that's what I'll be doing this week. Which so we'll surely that means later. you'll be bringing in Decorey. 
uh, not Decore, but I think recently we've had a very similar team, yeah. which is why I brought Madison in to try and differentiate my team a bit. But I think Ings has made the difference for him. I think the worst thing you could probably do this game week is to bring in a player who got a hat-trick last game week because the lesson of Fantasy League is uh, if you get a hat-trick last week, you won't get a hat-trick this week. Um, so let's just hope that you're not bringing in Aguero. Anyway, more of that later in the show. Talking points. Yes, just a small talking point this week is two teams, Bournemouth, have lost their last three games and conceded nine goals in their last three games. And this week they play Norwich. So if you want to be bold, you could pick up Pookie, maybe, or Cantwell, though most managers probably have Cantwell. Well, Pookie was injured last week, so... Oh, well... And that's why they played uh, Idar. I'm not sure if Pookie will be back this week, but if he is back then I would say he is a surprisingly good pick. And Burnley are another team who have done terribly recently. They have, they have also lost their last, I think it's four games. However, the team they play this week, Leicester, I think that most managers probably have a lot of Leicester players. But probably just avoid picking players from them. Two so teams. your tactic now, you're going to buy players who are facing some a couple of these weak teams. That's the that's the tactic, is it? Uh, you well, yes. Depends if these teams continue being. It's quite short poor. term. It's quite short term. I mean, the the big talking point is the Liverpool double game week next week and how you're preparing for it. Whether you're going to have three Liverpool players. In they are two away games. I think I'm right. I'm saying, and I think it's Wolves and West, West Ham. Ham. Now West Ham, obviously, that's a gimme. Uh, you know, it's a clean sheet. It's goals. But the Wolves game, who knows what sort of Wolves side will turn up? Yes, I think um... you're not going to buy because don't forget there's a West Ham double game week as well. Will you? Are you thinking of a move? For Mr. Mark Noble. I am not thinking of a move for Mark Noble. He's but a penalty king. I think I will think more about this next week. I was about to change my <coughs> t- try and change my team up and get Salah and Mane, but I don't think it, having both of them is worth it next week, although I, m- I might be wrong, and I might instead go for the dov- double defence. It does concern me that I know this is new ground for you, Sam. You're not used to being at the top of such an illustrious league. But some of these changes are verging on the Conservative. And if you learn a lesson from some of the greats of the game, like Mr Ian Reese, like Mr Ollie, Dollett, Ollie, Ollie, Ollie Dowett, in fact, and even looking down to Sam Owen, who I know has tailed off recently, these are managers who are not afraid to experiment and go Big and bold. So that means we're talking players like Decore. Aguero. <laughs> well, I have been bold this week, but yes. OK, that completes Talking Points. Harry the Cat's Mystic Prediction. At this point, it's not really a big Mystic Prediction, since I think loads of people might think this, but I think Watford will beat... Spurs, Spurs haven't they? they did run to Mourinho. They've kind of trailed off. And Watford, I think, one of the most informed teams in the league. So, yeah, Watford and Southampton, I think, both doing very well. But I think Watford will cause trouble for Mourinho's Tottenham, and Watford will win that game, three-one, and a 
that's almost another Son red card. Big one, Matthew. And the big one, Matthew, also comes from that Watford game. And Ducore is the man to bring in. He's got the form, 14 points last week. And will go big again against a leaky Spurs defence. Game week preview. Here is, not from midfield, um, bad bit of broadcasting there, but um, Sam's continuing conversation from a bit of off mic banter. But let's go straight to the preview uh, and the 12.30 game with no football, I'm pleased to say, Saturday morning, which means a lie-in and then possibly a little bit of breakfast. We sit down and a difficult one for us to Luton fans um, who do we support in a Watford versus Spurs game? Will we be donning the Hornet shirt? It's Watford Spurs, Sam, on BT. Who will be winning that game? You've already said Watford 3-1. And that's funny because here on your Super Brew prediction, it says Watford 2-1. Yes, I added, it. I added an extra goal. So you're hedging your bets there. A quick word on the Super Brew, uh, whatever it's called, Prediction League, because uh, it does look as though Geoffrey Charles White will be overtaking you next game week if you look at the league table. But uh, on to Arsenal, Sheffield United. Your prediction, please. So um, my prediction is a 1-1 Arsenal without Aubameyang. I think they will struggle against to score against this Sheffield defence. Don't be surprised if some managers, the forward-thinking ones, uh, bring in Lacazette to take advantage there. That would be a good move. I suspect the commander has already done that. Brighton Villa. Villa conceded six last week, so I think they will concede again. To, by They will concede two this time, 2-0 Brighton. City Palace. Hmm, I've brought in a City player for this, but could see this one only being 2-1. Yes, and a, a massive, massive mistake, that, uh, because um, Palace quite tight about at the back. It was a 2-0 in the reverse fixture, uh, but Palace are slightly better away, so I don't think um, anyone in their right mind should even be looking at Sergio Aguero. Uh, let's hope that's not the transfer you've made, Sam. Norwich, Bournemouth. So, as I said earlier in the talking points, I think Bournemouth will struggle and Norwich. I think Bournemouth have, like, I think it's 10 players injured. I'm not sure if they're all first-choice players, but they have a lot of injuries and Norwich will capitalise. 2-1. Southampton against Wolves. So, I have this as 1-1. I think I will change this midway through the podcast to 2-1 Southampton. West Ham, Everton. A 2-1 win for Everton. Newcastle, Chelsea. And Chelsea, I think I think there's a stat which says Chelsea are better away from home. I'm not sure if that's true. It probably is true. So, 2-1 Chelsea. But Burnley and Leicester will play at 2 o'clock on Sunday. 2-0 Leicester for me. And then Bruno Fernandes will make his debut, according to Sam, in the Liverpool United game. At four thirty. I did on not say Sunday afternoon. I did not say he would make his debut in the Liverpool game, more likely the Burnley game, since he will be ready for that. And it's too late for him to be registered for this game, so four one Liverpool. Sam, tell us about these changes that uh, we're worried about that you've made. So I've 
decided to mix it up this week and try and change up my team from Alex Perry's and I've brought in Aguero for Marcus Rashford was A he plays Liverpool and B he might miss that game due to injury. So now I have Madison Aguero they're my differentials to Alex Perry. And I have also brought in Danny Ings since I don't think you can afford not to have him. I think it's a big mistake for managers like yourself to not have him at the moment. Have you got a hit there? Yes. Oh, I've, also, well, I've also got um, Button, the good... Three How many point transfers have you made? Three. Button is the 3.9 keeper who will be funding this and Nick Pope will be making way. Well, there's a lot to take in there, Sam. So you're taking a four-point hit to bring in a player who peaked last game week. And I gave you, asked me for some advice earlier in the week. I said, Firmino, I said, Decore, you've not listened to any of it and you've gone your own way. I mean, Danny Ings was a good player to get in before he started the 13 goals in 16 games. I think to get him in now, given his injury record, is a big risk. I can see him going down like Harry Kane, 40 minutes in to that game and well I suppose you're just matching up Alex there uh, his injury record hasn't been too bad so far this season has it and to to say that he won't continue his goal scoring streak since every week we always we, you, you always think oh he's going to stop scoring and then he scores and then no I've told you week. already the reason I don't have Danny Ings is because he very rarely doubles in a game well, I'm fine with him scoring once. My players, Calvert-Lewin, an absolute goal machine, one of the best strikers in Europe, who Ancelotti <laughs> has said. Um, one change for me, which is tactical, to free up funds for next week, and it is Brandon Williams comes in for somebody. I couldn't tell you who. Um, Kelly. No, I didn't. I never. I wasn't one of these managers who had Kelly, Sam. But I will tell you who Brandon Williams has come in for. Just to note, um, Danny and Ings. And the answer doubled. is Tamori. Tamori, he came in for. Danny Ings doubled in game week 18 against Villa. He's only done that once. That's my. That's my point. For a striker, that's. That's. That's, um, that's not good enough. I think you should be. Ple- I think you should just accept it when he scores. Once and gets the bonus. We'll see what happens with Danny Ings. You'll know that I am a fan, but uh, this season he doesn't fit the structure of my side. I think that is a poor choice, in my opinion. I'm torn between Vardy and Aguero. I think I probably should captain Aguero since I've brought him in, but I think the sensible choice is Jamie Vardy, as most managers will be doing him, and... Against the Burnley team, which are leaking goals at the moment, but then again, Leicester didn't do very well against Southampton. Not in the best of form, although they won the games before that. Yeah, Vardy has got goals at Burnley before. Um, I'm just thinking, the way they sit back, Burnley is is Vardy going to get any of his goals on the break with the ball over the top? The the, the captain choice, I think, comes down to. De Bruyne or Sterling, who both of whom have been have had minutes rested. Sterling has only played one minute, Sam. Did you know of the last two Premier League games? So 
you would think he's going to start against Palace, but I suppose against that, Mares has been on form. So if he does start Sterling, does that mean that Aguero gets rested? Which would amuse me, given that you brought well, him. Well, Aguero in. was rested midweek, I think. But as was Jesus, which makes things more confusing. Right? We, we'll never know who Pep Guardiola plans to start, although I think we could predict it and that, predict that Sterling probably will. Sam, I'm just thinking out loud, um, as um, Taylor Swift would say, that this podcast should really cover the midweek game week 24 as well because we're not realistically going to do another pod on Monday, are we? Uh, we might. I don't think we will. Yeah. So shall we look ahead in a new section of the show that comes up next about game week 24? Let's do that. Uh, and that will happen now. So we're into time allowed now, Sam, and so let's have a look at this Game Week 24 because, as I say, the next pod, which is the 50th pod, a special uh, edition broadcast semi-live on Friday the 31st of January, Brexit Day, uh, a day of exiting, of new beginnings, of uh, starting, and hopefully a very enjoyable Chinese lunch Um but let's talk about game week 24. It's a Liverpool double game week, Sam. Your plan for it is still being worked out, but presumably it depends slightly how you get on, does it, this game week? Yes, I think I will likely swap. I would likely go for the double Liverpool defence. I'm also tempted to... I could bring back Rashford, which would be a bit of a knee-jerk since... I just have Aguero ready, but yeah. I mean, if we go could, with your Bour- go with Martial. We go with your Bournemouth. Bournemouth, Bournemouth being rubbish. They got Brighton at home, so you were not going to bring in Brighton no. assets for that. Uh, Villa have got Villa are out at home to Watford. So if you were going to Corey, he looks brilliant for that game as well. I think uh, Corey isn't. I think he's a good player, but I'm not sure. If, Although recently he's done well, I'm not sure if he'll con- 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 I'm not sure if he will keep up his current form. I just Watford. think if Watford had beaten Bournemouth three 0 I think you'd be better off going with Saar or Dini or well, Delafeu. Well, yeah, and then this week they're at home to Tottenham, and I take them to win that, possibly to nil. And then they're away at Villa, and you take them to probably win that as well to nil. And then I think it, the the wheels will fall off the Watford. Bus, but and he'll go down to the championship. But well, we've only luck. But that's uh, so. I think the Watford players look look good. Elsewhere, there you've got Sheffield United at City, playing Man City. That's going to be tough. You've got Chelsea Arsenal on BT Sport, and you've got hmm, Leicester West Ham. Leicester to win that. Spurs Norwich. Maybe Spurs will win that. United Burnley. Good if you got Martial. And maybe that's Fernandez's debut, as you say. Uh, Wolves-Liverpool. Wolves pretty good against the top six. And then West Ham-Liverpool. And I think Liverpool should win that easily. I mean, but they could be, Sam, 20 points, couldn't they? 20 points clear. So you do wonder slightly if the edge is going to come off some of these teams. But that's going to take us nicely into February. And... 
will it still be a top two race? So lots to think about, Sam. Uh, any closing thoughts on tonight's pod, episode 49? I do not have much closing thoughts, but... Yeah, seems to be seems to be a few managers catching up to the top two positions. Oli Dowd, Ian Reese catching up. It seems to me and Alex Perry. That's all for now. Good night, everyone. Good night. My team, your team. The fourth official has indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes cyber hours. Three minutes cyber That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points.